Everybody has a podcast podcast. It is 9.33 p.m. everyone. Welcome into the show. Hope everybody had a good weekend out there. All of you. <laughs> Monday Night Football right now. Chargers 17. The Jets 6. Jay Wiggy, take out the trash! Ooh, the Jets suck, don't they? Chargers yeah. seventeen. They're yeah. not good. Now hit or miss. Uh, Grant Mills, good to hear your voice. Good weekend. I'm uh, I'm tired tonight, but I'm I've been ready for the show. Ready to talk to you, catch up uh, again. Good antics this weekend. Good eating this weekend with all the guys too. Good football. Uh, still recovering from it, but man, what a uh, what a wild Saturday. Recovering Sunday, recovering Monday as well. I haven't done shit today. I've been sitting at the computer desk. I just fucking around. Lazy. No claims, no claims. No claims, no games. Sitting here and, uh, you know, fucking with chat GPT a little bit today. 
Uh, dude, that thing's weird. Have you have you used any type of AI, like an image creator AI or Chat GPT, to write, help write anything like that? I'm not sure how Chat GPT, but not any image generator or anything. Image generators are weird. I tried that this weekend for the first time. I've seen people do it. I tried one on one website. Man, they come out. Some of it's kind of good, but you got to be so descriptive because it's almost frustrating. It's almost like, you know, that old story, like the be careful what you wish for if you wish for something, but something weird happens. Like if you wish for somebody that was dead to come back to life, well, they do, but they're like a zombie. It's kind of like that. If you don't tell it specifically what you want, you're going to have like three legs in a picture, no eyes, somebody floating in the sky. Yeah, it's, it's, it's unique what you get, but I kind of played around with that today. I'm just chilling all day, Grant Mills, and I'm ready for the show. Chilled all day, huh? So pretty laid back week for you then this week, huh? Should be pretty laid back. Um, yeah, nothing going on. I have nothing on the schedule besides a lot of desk duty items to attend to. So if I'm not careful, I'm going to put on 100 pounds quick. Huh. That's some massive weight gain. That'd be huge. Oh, that was a good weekend. It's a football we watched there. Man, I don't know what the shit my dude got, man, but it was fucking killer. I didn't <laughs> even talk this weekend. That shit was so good. Um, drowning in the smoke. Even Big Mustard was like, man, this is some kill. Man, you know what? One of our friends, uh, also commentator uh, LD, who actually joined us, uh, at one point we were watching the game, and he, uh, he, he bumped my leg, kind of like, hey, look at that. And then when I bumped it, I looked at him, and he pointed over to Big Mustard. Man, his eyes were closed, and he was zoned out. <laughs> I was dying. Yeah, we smoked. He had, like, a couple of blunts, and then I had, like, three or four J's. Well, see, Ooh. no. LD brought me four. I had four. Uh, but I, I still came away with three, I think. I think I came back home with two or three. That's uh. But anyway, good weekend. Yeah, there was a lot of good food out there. Wings and the wings were good, man. That that was uh, that was a good. Thank wing. you, thank you. And then the brisket was good. I tried a little bit of the deer meat, but uh, I didn't uh, get down too hard on that, man. Deer is one of those things where you can eat some of that shit and it'll make you shit real fast. Yeah, it's uh, I don't really fuck with it, but I like it. You know. It was good. Uh, I, I didn't think about that till today, and this was not planned, but everybody, uh, there was a, I think we hit almost every meat category. I made chicken wings, Big Mustard brought beef brisket, uh, uh, Pop, old man Pop, he brought pork tenderloin, and then, uh, yeah, a whole, uh, I didn't even get to try that because I fucking was so full from eating yeah. That. He brought it kind of later. I munched on it then, but I actually had some leftovers. Uh, returned his dish and uh, let me keep the leftovers. Made them in the, just put them on the pan today. Kind of heated them, skilled them on hot on each side. They were good. It was real good. So we had pork, deer, beef, and chicken. So, I mean, good spread. Really good spread. And pizzelles, of course. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> What up, Wiz? Oh, just chilling, yeah. I had a pretty good time this weekend. We got dumb asses. Oh, yeah. You were there. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fun. I like watching football with the sailors, yeah. 
had to go back early because of Biden, but still pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glad you could come out and uh, eat some food and leave real fast. Hey! <laughs> Listen, when baby needs cuddles, I'm a man for the fucking, uh, for the fucking situation, yeah. Okay, cool. Cool, man. Well, like I said, good weekend with the French, chilling out, you know, with the fellas, watching football, eating foods, eating all kind of food. Hmm. And, uh... So, so man, just some just some good football as well. Bama won. That was one I was worried about, but Bama did pull it off very well. And man, what, what, what there weren't really any big upsets this weekend. No, not not big upsets. I think the only one that mm, I think it's the only one you missed too. You had a great weekend, college pickems, but the Notre Dame Clemson. Uh, if if you, I wouldn't even say that's a big upset. K State gave Texas a bit of a scare. I think that's pretty uh, fair to say. Georgia was in uh, Missouri was close, a little closer than I think the final score was. But no one pulled off the upset. But they definitely make a couple of the top teams seem more vulnerable, if you will. So, but doesn't matter how you win as long as you win. So, but yeah, no big upsets. Nothing crazy. Nobody knows it's Bama won. Um, it's looking like from here on out. And I don't only want to jinx the shit, but, you know, besides Auburn, that's always a weird game. It doesn't look that bad from here on out. So hoping that uh, Bama can pull that one and, and get on in the playoff and get, an- get another one for yeah. old St. Nick there. Saint Nick. I think the next two games they are at Kentucky, and don't underestimate Kentucky. Tough, tough team this year. And Chattanooga. Both of those are eleven a.m. games, which suck. Oh yeah, that does suck. Hey, fucking eleven a.m. game. They're bored. They're the worst. Uh, I've only I've been to one before, and that's just not fun. That's when you go and you just get a cheap ticket, and you want to say you went to a Bama game, and you leave at halftime. Hell yeah, boy. I did have sex with a girl this weekend. Oh, you made time for that in between hanging out with the homies. How did that go? I did. I did. So her pussy is so big, tourists throw change in there and make wishes. That's one of your better ones, I will say, yeah. Give it a 7 out of 10. I like that one. That's funny. Oh, man, everybody see it, Chief. Thank you, thank you. Anyway, so quite an eventful weekend. We're going to take a week off next week, folks, because uh, I have a speaking engagement in West Dolomite, and Jay Wiggy also has some business he needs to attend to. So we'll go ahead and do our holiday break next week, and then we will return that following Monday, folks, on the 20th. So we will be back on the 20th, taking the holiday break there on the, on the 13th. But rest assured, we're going to be back on the 20th and ready to rock out shows. So, um, yeah. We're coming back with a Thanksgiving week. we got to get our Thanksgiving recipes up in the meantime. Oh, that's right. Get our Thanksgiving recipes up. That's a good one. I'll make sure to get those together. And uh, yeah, that'll be a good show there. Man, I got some faves. 
You know, I'm trying to think of some like bad ones that I, cranberry sauce. I never really was a big fan of it. That's not really a dish. That's kind of like a, it's kind of like what? a condiment, I guess. You don't eat that by itself. Don't you put that on something? I think so. I've never been, I don't, I've, I've had it. I don't dislike it, but I think a condiment would be the best. Yeah, I'm kind of just what what is it there for? Like you just eat a little bit after each bite? Are you are you supposed to put that on something or what is it? Does it is go it, with the turkey and the stuffing? I'm, th- I'm wondering is it is it what does it have a purpose like? So it's kind of odd. It pisses me off, especially when people don't cut that shit and it's just like in the shape of the can. Oh, that's lazy. That's it's that's usually cool. cut up into little slices. Yeah, it should be. We we had a little bit of a chat about Thanksgiving and, and family and Christmas dinners this weekend. I don't remember most of it, but I know some of us have migrated away from the traditional turkey. I don't remember what your stance was on that. Are you a turkey fan? Not a turkey fan? It depends. Where do you stand with turkey? Because it's gotten a lot of... It gets a lot of criticism. Some good, some bad. It just depends on how you do it, you know? Sure. I think uh, nowadays it doesn't have to be your turkey or whatever. Um, like, I know people that do ribeyes. Uh, they'll do, um, what do you call it? A uh, big chunk of beef or something. Whatever, man. They'll do, they'll yeah. do that. Prime or, rib. Prime rib. That's what I meant to say. Prime rib. Ribeyes. But they'll do ribeyes too, whatever. But yeah, prime rib, you know, or they'll do, uh, they'll do a ham, you know. Mm. So whatever you like, you know, or they, they might fry turkey. If you do turkey wrong, it's not that great, but they can also do it very good. If you do turkey right, it's good too. So just uh, depends on what you like out there. If you want to be more traditional, I think that's or, it. uh, it's just it's hard to get it's hard to get right. I, I've done it well. I've done it the past three years, and and I will say I'm not patting myself on the back. I've done okay. It's not the best. I think it's pretty good, but it's also. Uh, a test of patience, trying to get it right, seasonings, use the steam bag that they have that wraps around it and it keeps the moisture in. It's just a lot of effort and everybody gets down on it. The problem is the leftovers. I mean, once it goes in the fridge, that motherfucker going to dry out. Yeah, I think you need to have some kind of gravy or something on hand, like some, some uh, got that turkey gravy, which is pretty good if you do it right. Uh, but you can... Um... You know, maybe make a, a sandwich with the next day or yeah. something like that. I'm put some mayonnaise on there, you know, kind of dress it up a little bit. So what are you guys doing this year? Have y'all got that sorted out or? It, it's still up in the air. We've we've gone back and forth because uh, both of us, I work more of a traditional schedule, but I'm at home. My wife doesn't really work a traditional schedule. She'll be home for Thanksgiving, but she's going back to work the next day. So it's not fun to have that day do hustle and bustle shit. And then you got to be back at work on Friday. Um, I've been there before and I've done that. So we, we tended to stray away much to some of the family members uh, feedback from the traditions of going everywhere at everybody's house and big cooking and stuff like that, just because it's time consuming. And then a lot of times we're expected to host stuff and man, it's, that's a lot of work to do and clean the house. Then yeah. By the, yeah. So we're still thinking about it. I think toward, I think we're aiming more towards keep it low key, and we're thinking maybe get a ham because, dude, I fucking love ham. Oh, maybe man. some honey baked hams are so good. Oh god, yeah, man, already spiral cut and shit. Put them on some bread the next day. Damn, man, they got that uh, glaze on them. I like that shit. Um, yeah, yeah. So we'll go, we'll go ham. We may go steaks. I don't know if we'll have. I don't know what the how we have folks over or not. Man, I'd be just down with chilling. 
Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I've kind of uh, wanted to travel, but I don't know how many fucking places that uh, Thanksgiving a bit different. Christmas kind of, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a place to go. There's not. It's kind of. <laughs> I waited a fucking last minute to like actually do anything as far as like Christmas goes or Thanksgiving anyway. As far as going somewhere, probably. Um, I don't know. Christmas, I guess, more is is, is like I don't know where the fuck to even go. Last one year, oh, last year I went to the Biltmore. It was pretty cool. That was a pretty cool experience. If, you, if nobody's ever been there during the holidays, it's pretty cool. I uh, got a lot of shit going on, and um, it's not a bad uh, thing to do. Um, so, but uh, yeah, so I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Man, I am ready to get in on some food somewhere though. You you guys got favorites like uh, sides or anything? Like you a green bean casserole guy, or you like the the stuffing the best? Or oh, you know I. I actually dig some both. Uh, uh, got a family member makes good uh, broccoli and rice casserole, super good. Uh, my wife makes a good green bean casserole, which is good. The problem I, I mentioned this about casseroles. I got some uh, negative feedback on my casserole opinion. I I like them to a degree, but man, nobody gets down enough. And then once they again, once you have a ton of leftovers, a huge tinful pan of casserole living in your refrigerator. You just don't want to get down on that shit later. Um, it, it, it's good when it's freshly baked and it's it's on the table and it's hot. Just reheating that shit, man. It just I don't know. It just doesn't heat. It doesn't reheat well. Does it make sense or am I just being picky ass? Uh, I guess it just depends. I, I like leftovers actually. Like I've never had problems with Thanksgiving leftovers, but I eat them pretty quick. Uh, so. Uh, it's not an issue with me, but I can see, I could see that. I think know? they make so much. We, we, we tend to take in so much cause nobody's getting down. We have like three trays and you're trying to go through them and buy like day three or four and shit. You're like, Ooh. Uh, yeah, that's true. I just get like a plate or something. So I mean, it's probably a little bit. Yeah. A plate or something. Yeah. Get down, so. But we'll yeah, see. all that excess food is just sitting there. So yeah, I get what you're saying on that, but, um, but yeah. Yeah. Let me know. You're all, always welcome to come over and grab a plate and shit. I'm down, bro. I'll bring some shit. I'll bring some. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. A blunt? Bring some. Bring some. Yo, yo. I'll bring some some of that fish sauce. Man, oh, that shit just like a motherfucker. Oh, That's a meal that was cooking that shit in my friend, a Bromby bro. And uh man at his house. They have some good ass fish sauce, but like it stank. Like where you're cooking Ooh. it, it smells horrible. It smells uh, like a tire factory or something. I'm not oh. kidding. Like, that shit is terrible. But uh, it's good uh, when you eat it though. <laughs> so it's a weird shit, man. But uh, but yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. A stench is overpowering, but when you eat it, it's good. And that it's was not really a good. yeah, it's really good. That was not a sexual innuendo. I was. That's what I've seriously heard about that. Yep, 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 Let's go ahead and take a call. If my computer would work right. All right, let's see. What, what, what? We got Harriet. Oh. What's up, Harriet? How are you doing today? What a good, what a what a great game, man! It wasn't uh, at first. I was kind of worried, but then 
Yeah, we were good in the second half. I mean, you know. Been a good second half team all year. I saw that stat. I think the last four games they've allowed, what, 17 total points, something like that in the second half. Yeah, I think Middle Row is really coming on. Um, it's looking better. I'm not saying there ain't shit that he doesn't need to clean up or anything, but at the same time, you know, he's uh, he's looking better than he did in the uh, first half of the season there. So, yeah, they've. I, I think a lot of tip of the hat goes to the coaches, the coordinators especially. They're making adjustments. I think Kevin still needs a good pat on the back for making those halftime adjustments that – it, it's reflected. I mean, they've been the best second-half defense in the country. That's beyond impressive. They beat impressive teams this year. Ole Miss is a top-ten team right now. LSU was almost a top-ten team. Uh, you know, I, I think you look at second-week Texas, that Alabama is not the Alabama you have now. I don't even think it's so much the players. That has a lot to do with it. I think the coordinators have really made the adjustments. And to Tommy Reese's credits, he's – started drawing up a game plan that really benefits Milrose. So how do they finish out? That was the question. I, 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 as on paper, they, they went out, but. Uh, Watch out that for that Auburn game. That's what I was going to say. Auburn games at Auburn, Kentucky's at Kentucky. Chattanooga's a win. We're not, that's, so they'll, they'll have nine for sure. People laugh at Kentucky. I don't think they'll have a problem with them. The thing is when they're on the road, they've had a very friendly home schedule. Uh, recently and mostly this year. When they've been on the road, it's a little different story. It's been good so far, and as of late especially, but you just can never tell. Um, I don't think Kentucky will be an issue. Auburn's more of my concern because they're kind of starting to find their footing a little bit. So, yeah, I mean, if I was a betting man, Alabama finishes 3-0 and and they meet Georgia in the SEC championship. Uh, but if I'm a cautious Alabama fan, I would be careful of Auburn. Yeah, it's always a weird game. No matter how shitty Auburn's done, it's it's just such a uh, such an unpredictable game. And yeah, Hugh Freeze over there, huge freak who has had he's got Saban a couple of times. He's got his goat a couple of times there, so he knows how to beat Saban. The only thing is, you know, I don't think he has the personnel uh, to do what he wants to do. Obviously, his first year, but. That team's going to be dangerous a couple years. This huge, huge freak, man. He knows what he's doing, especially with them hookers. Oh, Go ahead and go to Daryl in West Texas. Daryl. Hey there, boys. This is Daryl from West Texas. I just wanted to see what you guys thought about that bogus-ass call on the Dallas and the Philadelphia game. That, that was a touchdown right there. That guy was getting interfered with, and I'm tired of these damn refs. They need some shit done to them, I'm telling you what. We got to think about that bogus-ass call. We should have won that. Go Cowboys. But I hate them damn refs. What do you, you boys think about that? I'll hang the list. Thanks a lot, Batters. Love the show. Did you watch that game? No, I should have. Well, I take it back. I watched a little bit of it. I did not see that play, though. So yeah, I know it plays call, out, but uh, it's right on the fucking right there at the end zone. Should have been that should have been a touchdown or at least an interference. Well, interference because obviously he didn't catch it, but he was interfered with. It was right there. They should have got that. I think they they probably got cheated on that game. But you know, some of these refs now, I don't know what the hell they need to clean this shit up. But it's also football, and so that's kind of incorporated into the game. 
you should have not even had to, you know, if you're really talking about the game itself, it shouldn't even got to the point, you know, like, but it's fucking Philadelphia, dude. And, and, and that's one thing there as in, in itself, Dallas is not, they're not really beating any goddamn teams that are worth the shit. So oh, was that a mixed passing or Pass interference, holding call. Yeah, definitely pass interference, but like he was all on him before he got the ball, even touched the ball. So that would have been a pass interference. They would have been right there on the goal line. So you know, it should have been as good as as a score, and uh, that was a close game. So uh, I, I don't know. Um, it's kind of it's kind of a whole thing where that's a part of football, but. You know, uh, also, they need to get calls right, man. Why do we have fucking instant replay then? So, yeah, I don't, I, 100%. That's a beautiful point. One, I know they say that you shouldn't be able to, or they're not allowed to overturn penalties or you can't use replays on penalties. I, I disagree with that. I mean, if you're throwing, if you get one penalty or challenge flag, you should be able to throw it pretty much on whatever. And they should be able to go back and enforce a penalty. I mean, why the fuck can't you? If you can replay and say, oh, that's definitely a penalty. But, man, there just needs to be more consistency on pass interference. You'll watch a game, you know, with people who haven't played football or people who are not really big fans. And and everybody's going to have a different interpretation of, like, pass interference. Well, he's playing the ball, so they're both hand fighting. I say let them just fucking go for it. I mean, barring them just fucking throwing somebody down or punching them or something, let them fucking fight it out, shit. Make it consistent, though. I mean, I know people say, well, that sucks. The past, yeah, but you're consistent with your penalties. I think that's the only way. Barring they're out there fighting and shit, man, let them fucking go for it. Yeah. Yeah, let them them play. Let them get that out there and play. Yeah, out there, my asses. Damn, yeah, they they need to uh, at least get the call right, I think. But you know, that's football, guys. Yeah. Well, you know, it was like that. I've seen it on social media. Dallas Turner's hit on Jaden Daniels' Alabama LSU game, and it, to me, it didn't like a nasty hit. Again, this is not Bama bias. If you want to give him roughing the passer for driving him in, okay. I think even Saban said he could understand that. That's to me, I still think that's a little bit – I look at roughing the passer as something. The ball's clearly gone, and you're charging them after you can slow down your momentum. I don't think he could have slowed down his momentum. Could he have kept – could he have slowed down his driving into it? Probably. But you're just softening up the game. I don't think it was targeting, though. He had him wrapped up. But I know they're, oh, crud, oh, this shit. Oh, Fuck, I can't keep up with it. Yeah, it's football. It's a rough game. You get yeah. fucked up in that. That's why they get paid a lot of money. So, plus ticket yeah. sales. And uh, people want to see it. So, Damn right. Oh, yeah. Let's go ahead and go to uh, let's go to Raj out there in North Carolina. What's up, Raj? Hey, fuckers. This is Raj. To say what up. And I want to tell you I am going to arrange marriage to my beautiful bride, Lakashimi, in three months. So be on the lookout for the invitations. I'm glad that the Panthers finally got a win. And you will see. It will get better. Thank you everyone for the advice. I love the show. Keep it up, fellas. Have a good evening. Thank you, Raj. Thank you, Raj. Thank you for calling in. So it looks like our friend is going with the arranged marriage, and I can't blame him. Why not? Why not? 
So yeah, we'll be we'll be we'll be going to the to the uh, wedding, I guess. He's sending out the invitations. Him and uh, what was their name? Lakashima. 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 Pedalam or Lakashima. 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 So that'll be fun. And never been to an Indian wedding, so I will see some shit. I like to. Uh, Get some of that naan bread, pretty good. Garlic mm. naan. Mm. Mm. Shit. Yeah, I do like me some Indian food. It's good. It's good. It can get you. You got to kind of watch out what you get. Some of that stuff's pretty. Whew. But uh, it's sp- really, really good. A little spicy. Yeah, spicy. Mm. Spicy. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Well, you know, I forgot to ask you, how did Halloween go? Went really well. We, uh, a lot of participation at the house, back and forth on candy and taking the kids out. They got a ton of candy this year. Uh, I would come back. My mom actually came over also and helped hand out candy. So we were pretty busy. Uh, neighborhood participated pretty, it was kind of half and half. Um, not as, you know, it's just not going to be as busy as in years past. So many kids do the trunk or treat shit. And I think that takes away from it. But I digress. Fun holiday. Lots of participation. People that were handing out candy handed out a lot of candy. And we still have a whole basket full of it. I actually snuck down and found some Skittles and a Snickers Ooh. in her basket earlier. I, I snacks. Uh, she ain't going to eat it. I love power pellets, y'all. I eat them before I go to work, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> power pellet I think they banned those damn things somewhere in power some country pellets. fucking skittles mm. uh, yeah a lot of that shit's got bullshit in it, it a lot does. of can- it's fucking candy so I mean you know but oh, oh well I'm glad you had a good Halloween so you got out there with the traditional uh, trick or treating as it were and so that's cool man as it were, and as it should return to, I vouch for the traditional ways. I, yeah, and I said, I wish there was more participation in the neighborhood. And it wasn't bad, for sure. Some neighborhoods are busier than ours. Some are much less busy. But it's just disappointing to see so many houses with their lights off. It's about half and half for our neighborhood. Um, I don't know. As a kid, I just remember, man, almost every ha- light on the house was on. Everybody, It was just, I don't know, you just did it participated when you saw one person that didn't have the lights on and shit uh, you were kind of mad at them that's the people that get eggs on their door and toilet paper in their tree <laughs> yeah that was usually used to be like really decrepit old people though that uh right. they're so fucking old they couldn't get to the door so right. so we would re- return the favor and go <laughs> vandalize their house and shit uh, egg the house <laughs> <laughs> We didn't think about that. We're like, oh, they're just not participating in Halloween. But yeah, good man. That, I appreciate you asking. We had a great Halloween. Weather was good. Weather's been phenomenal. Saturday was great. Um, got a little chilly towards the end, but yeah, just you know what's coming. All that bad, wet ass, cold shit. I'd like some colder weather. I don't know about wet, but ah, fuck it. I'd be down for some colder weather too. I don't pick about it.
probably wondering. Well, I got a little bit of video game news, a little weird news, a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything, yeah. Man, um, what the fuck, I was going to ask you something and then I forgot. Huh. Oh, shit. Dare Retrace to... your steps. Was it, uh, maybe not. I don't know. But anyway, as far as uh, the video game shit's going on, we got some, uh, we got some fucking, we got a little better news. PlayStation is losing the reason its share button exists. Does that make sense? Sony says yes. no thank you to Elon Musk's cratering social media platform. By Ethan Gack, this article is PlayStation 5 is ditching its integration with Twitter. The social media platform recently rebranded as X after Elon Musk for 44 billion and then promptly crashed it into a brick wall like a dad coming off the midlife crisis bender in his new Ferrari. Nintendo Switch will soon be the only gaming console you can still tweet from. Who fuck does that anyway? Sony announced a change in the new notification to PS5 users today. As of, well, this was written back then. As of November, well, what the fuck? Never mind. <laughs> uh, as of November 13th, 2023, interaction with X, formerly known as Twitter, will no longer function on PS5 and PS4 consoles, the company wrote. This includes the ability to view any content published on X, on PS5, PS4, and the ability to post and view content, trophies, and other gameplay-related activities. Uh, on X directly from PS5, PS4, or, uh, or online on X account to do so. Uh, well, it looks like Twitter was one of three main social platforms on Facebook and YouTube that the PS4 directly connected to. When its new sharing feature first debuted back in 2013, there was an entirely new button on the DualShock 4 dedicated just to capturing images and quickly flinging them across the internet. The ease of which secret spoilers, exploits, glitches, and all kinds of other gameplay discoveries could be instantly shared, completely changed how people play games and talked about them. Oh, okay, I see. Um, I'm late on the nerd shit. That's some super nerd shit. It won't be impossible to keep sharing game moments to social media when Twitter integrations ends later this month, but it's another reminder that the current internet is dying. YouTube is a pain, and Facebook, well, it's Facebook. Neither facilitate the constantly updating wire service like feed Twitter once embodied. The best way to get images from your PS4, PS5 is to now have them automatically sync with Sony's dedicated PlayStation app. From there, you can repost one of them to Twitter's many new clones, make a video on TikTok, or send them to your favorite Discord server. Uh, who the hell cares? It looks like Microsoft bailed on Twitter back in April. Shortly after Musk announced the world, the world the, he would start changing, changing, charging companies to have access to the platform's API, a tool needed to make two programs work together. A tech billionaire accused the trillion-dollar tech company of stealing Twitter's idea to train its AI products. In the months since, celebrities, brands, and average users have all continued to abandon the dying platform. It's lost roughly 13% of its users from a year ago, half its ad revenue, and apparently worth over 20 billion less than what Musk paid for it. Yeah. I don't know. Twitter was a fucking uh, bullshit back then. Anyway, it was just, it was, it was hemorrhaging money anyway, back then. Uh, it just continues to be devalued. 
some of the shit that he's i'm not i don't know if it's yeah. necessarily bad or good maybe this is just a road he needs to get on to be better and you know bad before it gets better i don't know i don't really have any idea about it but i don't fuck with twitter that much so no i don't either i feel like a part of it is elon musk is i don't want to say stubborn but i think that was kind of the He's smart. I feel like he obviously invested in things. He's going to get his money back and maybe he will, maybe he won't, but you know, he, he got rid of so many people. It still works as it just did. And I think he showed it was a bloated platform for false political advertising. At least that's how he viewed it. And he kind of cleaned house and maybe that was worth his investment, not to get a return on his money, but to just take it down in the form that it was in. But also if you're, yeah, nerding it up, I'm with you. I'm way past this whole, I need to use a controller that I can click a button and screen share it to the X to see the game I'm playing. Man, I don't want people to know I'll be playing video games as, as much as I actually do and shit. Um, I love it. I ain't got no shame in it, man, but I ain't going to be putting screenshots on the internet and shit. Yeah, it's, it's just a bit weird. Um, it's kind of like uh, I use it for my downtime and shit. It's like I'm not going to post a picture of me uh, you know, probably smoking a blunt or you know, taking a van or something <laughs> i don't know <laughs> well i don't know it seems too much like uh you know posting spoilers or guides to the game and that shit. right that's better the game. like i don't care so i ain't gotta be out Enjoy here educating it, other players and spoiling the shit i don't know why but uh i guess that's part of it so 27 to 6, a little update on the Monday night game, if you will. Chargers, Jets, 27-6. Looks like this one is over. We got two minutes and nine seconds left in the fourth quarter, and it's not looking good if you're a Jets fan. So it looks like uh, both of these teams will be 4-4 four and four when this one's over with. And... Yeah, that gives uh, Wes an extra win in his sorry-ass oh. picks this week. Boodly-boo. You like sweet potatoes? Boodly. I love. How about yourself? Oh, I like them. I like them. We got a Georgia man here at 186 pounds. Sweet potato harvest might be a world record by Ben Hooper on this one. A Georgia man is attempting to get a world record from Guinness after harvesting 186 pounds of sweet potatoes from one plant. Old David Anderson of Washington County gathered witnesses, including University of Georgia Extension agent Rocky Tanner and Washington County Sheriff Joel Cochran to watch as he harvested the tubers from a massive plant on his property. Quote, the, west, the weather conditions were really good this year for growing potatoes, end quote, Anderson told WMAZ-TV. Guinness World Records rules for the heaviest sweet potato record involve weighing all of the tubers from a single root system. The current record of 81 pounds and 9 ounces was set by manual Perez Perez of Spain in 2004. Anderson's Hall was taken to a certified scale where the total weight was determined to be 184 pounds. Evidence from the harvest and weighing has been submitted to Guinness World Records for official certification, but the farmer doesn't expect to hear back uh, for several months. In the meantime, Anderson said a large portion of his crop will be donated to the church. Hmm. Well, most interesting. <laughs> Should be a few months. <laughs> like I said, I like sweet potatoes. I like them in fry form. Uh, I haven't had any sweet potato tater tots. That sounds like it might be interesting. 
Um, but then sweet potatoes, uh, just in general, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're not gross. Yeah, I'm a fan of them. There used to be a place out west that was a Hawaiian place, and they would serve sweet potato fries alongside with regular fries, so you would get both in the your fry basket or whatever. I thought that was a good mix because you know sweet potato had that little different taste, but combining them was, uh, I don't know, nice on the tongue, I guess. That was fun. I had some sweet potato waffle fries this weekend, and they were delicious as well. Mmm, sweet potato waffle fries. Where the fuck you get those from? I think they were the frozen style, uh, a quote unquote healthier brand of frozen sweet potato waffle fry. We put popped in the air fryer, but they were good. I, I eat sweet potatoes a pretty good bit. I'll cut them up, dice them, and uh, usually I'll use the air fryer on them. Just keep them in the week for meal prep. Mmm. All right, a good little side dish, healthy side dish there. A little sweet tater. Yes, so you out there, if y'all ain't eating sweet potato fries or tots or chips, you should do that because it's pretty good. Pretty good. Ah, oh, yeah. What what else is going on out there? I'm I'm looking at the video game news. Not a lot of real interesting stuff. Epic Games admits in court that its PC store still isn't profitable. This one's by Zach Zwing. On Monday, the first day of Epic versus Google legal showdown over App Store fees, both companies gave their opening statements and began poking at each other's witnesses. As uh, And during the day, Epic admitted that its digital PC game store still is not profitable. Epic Game Store launched in 2018 as a direct competitor to Steam, offering free games users every month for a more favorable profit split for publishers and developers. The store has continued to grow since its initial launch, adding more features and games, including some um, blah, 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 some exclusive titles uh, only available in the Epic Store and not Steam. During that time, the store has angered some gamers and been a controversial money sink for Epic. And now, in 2023, it's still failing to make money for the company behind Fortnite and Unreal Engine. Um, so it looks like they're in a suit with Google. Uh, Epic has admitted its grand plan to spend $100 million on free games for its users to grow its store at a very fast pace did not pan out and it's still not profitable. They just went through a massive round of layoffs in late September. And so, you know, it looks like throwing endless stacks of cash into the void in hopes that you'll start making money is not a viable strategy for running a massive company. Who would have guessed? So we'll keep you guys updated on that as it goes along. Um, did you ever get in on that? that? I did not. Never. I'd never even heard of it. No, I neither. All right. So, yeah. Um, you, you know, with these gamings, man, uh, it's all kind of like weird. I got the, you got the app fees and all kind of this legal move, man. Right. It's like kind of fucked up. Um, I don't know. You know, it seems like it kind of takes the fun out of it, I guess. If, uh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you ever read terms and conditions of any software? I mean, I feel like I actually should read that shit. Eh, maybe, but like I said, it kind of takes the fun out of it. Who the hell wants to read that shit? 
Exactly. I mean, I don't want to. I know, like, sometimes there's been those stories where somebody buried a contest in the terms and conditions. And oh, like, yeah. Yeah, go to this website and you win 10000 Like, the first person that does it gets it. So, I'll, I'll browse through it. But, man, I never. It's uh, this day and age. We're just the old guys now. We, we don't understand the next generation of shit. Well, it seems like with everything it uh, progresses, it's like just more bullshit, you know? More technical shit, more rules, all kind of legal shit you don't know about that could get you fucking sued for some reason. So Yeah, more overhead, more more red tape, more micro charges, anything to keep fucking you up and fucking the old days up on things. I'm, I, I love technology getting better, but man, as it gets better, you're right. They, there's just more bureaucracy and legalities behind it. This fucking shit's dumb. I'm like, like no money, no problems, G. True. That's the best, best yeah. way to put it. That is a good way to put it there, Wiss. Bada bing boo. Well, let's go ahead and do a break right here, folks. Go ahead and get your drugs, take a shit, a piss, uh, maybe get some alcoholic beverages, mm. and then come right back here in uh, two to three minutes, and we'll have a vintage game review, our picks, and maybe some more shit. So we will be right back after these messages. <laughs>
like. Man. So, on this episode of the show, we have a... No, I don't think I... I don't think I've reviewed this one. But... Hmm, I can't remember, and if I have, fuck it, I don't care. Uh, we'll do it again then. <laughs> I, don't think, uh, I don't think I have. Fuck it. I don't think I have. I don't think I have. But uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into it. Classic Excite Bike. Remember that game? Love that game. Great game. Yeah. Like I said, I don't if I did do a review of this, it was way earlier and I don't remember. So. Yeah, we've talked about it here and there, but I don't recall you doing a, a review. But yeah, Excite Bike's a great game anyway, so I'm ready to hear it. Definitely a classic, an NES classic. It's a motocross racing video game developed and published by Nintendo. In Japan, it was released for the Famicom in 1984. Imported to arcades as Versus Excitebike for the Nintendo Versus system later that year in North America. It was initially released for arcades in 1985 and as a launch game for the NES later that year. Becoming one of the best-selling games on the console. It is the first game in the Excite series. Uh, designed and directed by Shigeru Miyamoto, the smooth side-scrolling game engine his team developed for Excite by was used was later used to develop Super Mario Brothers. Uh, and yeah, Excite Bike was a critical and commercial success. It's caused several sequels and has been re-released multiple times onto other Nintendo platforms such as the Wii, the Wii U, Virtual Consoles, and Nintendo Switch Online. This is a side scroller, as we just said, uh, in which the player takes control of a motocross racer. The two gameplay modes are Selection A as a solo race run and Selection B against computer-controlled opponents. The objective of the game is to finish in third place or higher in a preliminary race to qualify for the Excite Bike Championship race. The A button accelerates the bike, B button activates a turbo boost that enhances the bike's speed, but overheats the engine if it is used for too long, forcing an immobile cooldown period. The engine's temperature can be reset by driving over arrows located along the course. The player can use the directional pad to shift between lanes and to shift the racer's balance mid-air after a jump. Landing squarely on both wheels allows the racer to maintain momentum, but an uneven landing will result in loss of speed or a crash. Design mode allows players to, re or to create tracks using 19 types of hurdles with options to save and load created tracks for the Famicom Data Recorder tape drive, which was unreleased outside of Japan. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Looks like there are two enhanced versions 
both titled Versus Excite Bike. The first version was released on VS Unis system for arcades in 1984 after the Famicom release. It is similar to the Famicom Disk System counterpart, though this version lacks the design option, has three difficulty levels and other minor differences. Now, the second one for the Famicom was, was, was released for the Famicom Disk System peripheral, 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 right? Yeah, in 1988, peripheral. The graphics and core gameplay are still the same. And the FDS version has several distinctive features that the NES and RK version do not. So you got the versus Excite, which is two players competing against each other. Against each other. Uh, options include maximum number of rounds to play, track, and number of laps. Music is different. Original Excite mode is based on the main mode of the arcade version with minor differences such as colors. And it's writable disc format can save created tracks. Now, I didn't know about these other releases that they had. Bun Bun Mario Battle? Excite Bike Bun Bun Mario Battle Stadium? Hmm. Huh. Looks like this was known as Mario Excite Bike or BS Excite Bike for the Japan-only Satellaview preferral for Super Famicom. As a remake of Excite Bike, the Human Racers have been replaced by Mario, Luigi, Princess Peach, Wario, Toad, and some of Bowser, Bowser's Koopa Troopas. The concept was unchanged except for a super mode where the player has unlimited turbo and coins spread across the courses to increase top speed. They did re-release Excite Bike. It can be unlocked. Excite Bike in Excite Bike 64, which was released in 2000 for the Nintendo 64. It is also one of several unlockable NES games in Animal Crossing for the GameCube released in 2001. Nintendo 64 version restores the save and load functionality in design mode, though it is limited to saving one custom track for the game pack, while the Animal Crossing version can be transferred to the Game Boy Advance by using a link cable. Excitebike was also released for the Game Boy Advance in the form of e-reader cards and later as a game pack for the classic NES series. And, um, looks like they added it to the Wii Virtual Console. And some other shit, but I never had a Wii or any of that, so or even a 3DS. Um, it's one of the 30 games available on the NES Classic Edition, released by Nintendo uh, in November of 2016. Excited by was released on Nintendo Switch and in the eShop uh, in September 2018 by the Hampshire Corporation as part of the Arcade Archives series. Man, hey, hey, I think every kid played this game, right? Had to have. It's on the uh, NES Classic, too, because I got down not too long ago. Yeah, yeah. That's where it, uh, yep. The NES Classic. So, <clears throat> definitely, this is one of the first games I actually played for the NES back in the day. Like I said, it's pretty cool. Um, You could customize it and do your own tracks on there and shit. So, that was cool. The gameplay is cool. It keep you... uh keep you involved there so it's not like it was boring and especially for the time period i feel like this game was pretty good so i'm gonna go ahead and give this bad bow three out of five it's pretty good i think that's a good score i I think the game would be much better in my eyes if you could have saved your tracks that you built Uh that was the most frustrating thing because my brother and i always thought that was a possibility and apparently this was a 
a known outrage. Again, back then you didn't have the YouTube or message boards to complain, but in the actual manual of Excitebyte, I think it addresses the fact that you cannot save your tracks if you turn the machine off or reset it. So, um, yeah, yeah you know, I totally would leave the damn game and Nintendo on forever. Yeah, that's what you got to do. And then when you turn to play a new fucking game, that badass track you just spent 30 minutes building, gone. <laughs> yeah, that fucking sucks. Yeah. So there's another classic game that you guys should go on and check out if you have not already. If you're one of those young bucks that's never played the game. Go give it a whirl there, folks. See, yeah, yeah, it'll be fun, you know? It'll be fun. Oh, my God. So, pretty lazy week we got coming up here, folks. Not much shit going on. It's that lazy time of year. And we're also in the lazy stretch of football season, where, especially with college, the games are kind of... We, we kind of got past our meat. Now we're on dessert. Some good games here, but mostly some. We got about two weeks before big rivalry weekends. Two, three weeks. So. Maybe that's my meat, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Extra gravy, yeah. Come out. Oh, You nasty. <laughs> you nasty motherfucker. Oh, yeah. All right, let's go ahead and take a call. Looks like, uh, who we got? Jerry K. up there in Tennessee. What's up, Jerry? list i'll really get that let me bring up this list here real quick no i don't see outrun on there how could i have missed that game you remember that game outrun outrun was it the car game yeah 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 uh arcade right the yeah 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 i do remember that game yeah so let's go ahead and we can uh we can go over the list real quick now, this is not any particular order order. It's just how I wrote these down. So let's go ahead. Number one, we got Silent Scope. Number two, we got DDR. Number three, we got Top Skater. Number four, T2. Number five, Afterburner. Number six, Arch Rivals. Number seven, Centipede. Number eight, Dig Dug. Number nine, Frogger. Number 10, 720. Number 11, Tekken 2. Number 12, MK. Number 13, MK2. Number 14, SF2. Number 15, MK3. Number 16, Miss Pac-Man. Got Cruising USA coming in at 17. 18, Tron. 19, Dragon's Lair. 20, Pac-Man. Uh, 21 is The Simpsons. 22 is Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. 23, WWE or WWF WrestleFest. 24, Lucky and Wild. 25, Tekken 3. 26, Narc. 27, Ghosts and Goblins, 28, Turtles in Time, and now we got 29, Outrun. So we're now at 29 there on the list, folks. So 
call in with your picks. And we might put them on the list. That's the official list. It's a good list. Yeah. So if they ever got enough money to to put all those games into like a big basement or maybe some kind of uh, other building, those are the games that would be there. In their full cabinet glory. Yeah, that's uh I watched a YouTube video about restoring a cabinet and getting one of those machines, the pie processors, all that stuff, whatever, where you could have most of the games that we've talked about in there, but it's just not the same. I want the old school cabinet. Dusty shit inside the old motherboards. I want the actual quarter, the coin slot or the token slot that works. God, that'd be sweet. That would be fucking great. I think Outrun. Does Outrun have a arcade one-up or no? I was looking for everybody. That? I'm not sure. I think they do Outrun. $600 and it actually... Would oh, it's, a, it's an arcade one-up. They do have an arcade one-up game. So Outrun, and I'm trying to load it here. Walmart has Outrun. Yes, and it actually has the steering wheel the shifter, and a seat that comes Ooh. with it. This is more expensive because it's actually pretty decked out uh, more than the other games, but $5.99, 4.4 reviews on Walmart.com, 37 reviews total, so that speaks volumes about what a classic game it is. But you could actually do $32 a month with a firm. I sound like I'm advertising that. I don't <laughs> give a shit how you pay for it. Um, I really don't. I did not know they had that. That's really cool. They also have got Mortal Kombat listed here. NBA Jam 30th Edition, Star Wars Arcade. I never even knew they had a Star Wars Arcade game. I do remember that, though. I think it was kind of cool, although I never really got down on it. The Star Wars? seeing it in the arcade. Yeah, it was like, uh, did you have like a gun attachment on it or something like that? I'm trying to look. It looks like it might. I might be wrong, but I thought it did. It does. Well, it has the, like a little controller. It's got the two handles on each side, almost like a pilot. Oh, yeah, okay. I know what it was then. Yeah, you find one of those ship things. The it's kind of like a 3D version of Galaga is what it looks like. Yeah, okay. I know what it is. Yeah, I've seen that. It's kind of cool. It looks sweet, and it actually has even better reviews. Five, uh, almost perfect five stars, 4.8 out of 25 reviews. It's $599 also, but it has the little attachment. I've been wanting to get one of these Arcade One games. I really have. I saw some at a local uh, outlet store, and I should have jumped on Blitz when it was down to, and they had it for like two fifty something like that, um, in the box too. So, yeah, if you guys are interested in trying to get an arcade game, I don't think the Arcade One Ups are a bad option. Christmas around the corner. Have your wife, your girlfriend, or your boyfriend. Uh, Put it on your list and get it for you. There you go. That would be a cool gift. A really cool gift. I think if you like the uh, like those games like we do, the more I go through it, the more they've released. We need to, I need to break that down on what is out there. That'll be my holiday picks for you guys. Some arcade one-up games, ranking them from the lowest uh, price to the highest price, and actually if they're worth a shit, being an arcade one-up. But they haven't really put any bad ones out there. It doesn't seem like they're they're all classic games. Yeah, I mean, that was smart, putting out the hits. 
Yeah, you're not gonna put out a fucking unit that doesn't sell. I wouldn't think anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, the worst game ever, but it had a cool <laughs> arcade uh, box on it. Man, some of that box art back in the day, and especially when you were going to the rental store, that's what that's what sold you. Though you know, you didn't have a YouTube review. It was the box art or what the arcade box looked like. Then you go play the game. You're like, man, this fucking thing sucks. <laughs> they got me. Yeah. They got me from my quarter. <laughs> Every time. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. Man. So you got a lazy week coming up. You ready for it? I'm ready for it. I, I, it's It's been busy. We've had a lot going on here. I want a lazy week. I want a chill week. I probably need to catch up on some sleep. I feel like I haven't slept in days. But, man, I've been partying all weekend, having the boys over. Love it. Love it. I love when everybody comes together, and I felt like we had that this weekend. That was a good one. Yeah, oh, that was good, man. Um, I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. But, yeah. Yeah, no, that was good. Had everybody out. Everybody's having a good time. Oh, Ducky. Ducky was drunk as fuck. <laughs> Ducky was drunk as a skunky. Uh, I haven't seen him that drunk in a while. No, I haven't either. I'm glad he had a good time. I really am. Uh, I think he, he 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 has a lot going on. He deserves a little break, but, you know, drink responsibly, kids, please. He had a good time, though. That's all that matters at the end of the day. There you go, and we know every. Man, damn, that was some good food. I was going to bring some fried chicken, man, but I went to Publix and that shit was not there. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to get some beer down. Oh, should yeah. Right. Hey, you're, everybody always chips into the spread. That's always appreciated. And again, man, I couldn't have planned it better. Like I said, get pork, venison, beef, and chicken. Uh, that was a, a really good spread. There's some other little sides there. The, the Bucky's brisket was outstanding. So tip my hat to Bucky's. That was a big mustard's contribution. Everything was good. Um, you know, the bacon wrap venison was great. The pork tenderloin. Uh, I thought the wings came out okay that I tried. So I was happy with they're that. Good, they, had a, they had a little kick to them. Yeah, appreciate it. I try to. That's why I go mild, especially with the red hot sauce, because I know it's going to have a little bit of a touch anyways. But um, I, I don't want people burning their mouth and shit. Um, having to run in for my a glass of milk and stuff. Then we won't have any for the kids. So, <laughs> the kitties. <laughs> but yeah, they came out good. I would, I, I would probably do them again for everybody. I still have some left. I overestimated how many I was going to get because I actually bought the full wing where you got to cut the tip off and then you break it into the uh, drumette and the flat. I didn't realize how much work went into cutting that bastard, <laughs> cutting those up to save, you know, 30 bucks. So you don't have to buy a tray of them at the local Hooters. Um, but it was worth it. It was fun to do it. It really was. I kind of, I, I tried a couple of different recipes earlier in the week to experiment a little bit. And actually at the end of the week, went a completely different route with a different one. So it worked out well. They were a little crispy. Um, the, the sauce worked with it. So, and I've still, like I said, got a, a third thing of wings. I put them in the freezer because uh, after I did the first two, I was like, damn, that's a fucking lot of wings. We ain't, I ain't, ain't nobody going to eat that damn many. Y'all had a lot left over? Uh, I wouldn't say a lot. It was it was several of them. I mean, enough to eat for like a lunch and stuff like that. But I made, I think, 
I think it ended up making almost sixty. So we uh, well, we had we had we still had a little bit left over, but nothing. I'm happy to have it here. Trust me. Come get you a plate. <laughs> I'm coming, baby. I'll be over there. Shit, I'm off this whole week, so. Oh, are you? Weird. Yeah, I had to. It's one of those things where like. You got to take PTO time or don't flip over. Sick time flips over, but the goddamn PTO doesn't. So I had to like take this shit. I had to like put down a week like months ago and I was, I forgot about it until it popped on my email. Boop, boop. PTO. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. I forgot I got PTO this week. Damn it. Man, I wish I, we could have coordinated something. I actually uh, ended up uh, using a P, uh, had two PTO days left, but how they did it, it's all fucked up you have to earn your pto before you can take it you don't get them up front so i can't I, I can't explain it next year they're not doing that dumb shit so i oh, got weird yeah it's i've never been with a company like that so you've got actually you know how your checks you earn that hours towards your pto but most people kind of bank them in good faith that you're right. going to earn it anyways that's how i've always done it because like let's say you start in january and you work at a company you get four weeks off a year well you the third week of january off to go visit your kid whatever i don't know well you, you, you there's no way you're gonna earn it yet so they obviously usually bank it and then if something happens you just pay them back or they take it out of your last check so this company does not do that you actually have to earn it and it's kind of the dumbest thing ever but they are going away from that next year and i'm excited next year we get unlimited time off so unlimited time off huh discretionary time off i should say basically you can take as many days as reasonable as long as your work's done and you put it in in advance and it's not more than two week off time you can uh, you're supposed to be able to take about almost as much as you'd like ah i see my ass gonna be trying to take every two weeks off (laughs) (laughs) uh i don't i really um I'll probably rather be working this week, to be honest with you, but because uh, like, what the fuck am I gonna do? Um, so think of something, I guess. I don't know. Papa Bear's still in town. Hit him up. Oh, PB. What? When's he going back? Saturday. Okay. Saturday. I think. Uh, yeah. To all our viewers, you don't know Papa Bear. He's an old friend. He had moved out of state. I, he's, he's looking. He's 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 back to the single life after his kids are grown up and uh some changes his way i think he's looking to scout some areas that he may want to move to and migrate towards he's in uh, indiana now looking at pennsylvania is a place i don't know why he'd want to go there no offense to you pennsylvanians but for southern boys that's awful cold trying Mm. to get him back here not that it's cool but i think alabama still fits him yeah he should come back so He's been gone. How what was that? Seven or eight years, or eight, longer yeah. than that? Eight years, and you know he's a he was a welcome. Uh, he was a good contribution to the group back then, and he, he was this weekend. We had fun with him. Everybody knew him, and everybody was happy to see him. So, uh, rode around with him yesterday. Went and got lunch and hung out for a little bit. And I was trying to talk him into it. Never, never hurts to have an. You can never have too many friends. There you go. Hey, get him back into the scene, man. I don't know why the hell I came back, assholes. <laughs> well, I burnt like these. <laughs> well, man, it's about that time for picks. Since we're going to be off next week, I guess I'm going to have to get 
uh, mine and wishes picks into you or something during the week, or I don't know, we'll make adjustments somehow. Yeah, we'll make adjustments for uh, next week. I'll, we'll just get together and send them in. We can do this week's, so then we'll get together next week at some point, and uh, we'll follow up on them. Because I only prepared. I didn't even think about that. I only prepared for this week. It's gonna be a good week, though. There you go. Let's see. All right, we'll get this week. The next week, we'll do that off the air. Maybe we'll get together, watch some football, and then we'll write them down. Let's see what last week's looked like. Grant Mills, you ought to be proud of yourself. You were seven for eight in college picks. Pretty damn impressive. Yeah, you your lone loss was picking Notre Dame, and Clemson actually came through, and that was actually a good pick. Uh, close game, but Clemson somehow managed that one. Wiss and myself tied at five and eight. So, or five, four, eight, I should say. So, Grant Mills, you had the college picks. Wiss, five for eight. Me, five for eight. In pro picks, with the Chargers winning, Wiss goes up to six out of 14, which is the worst in pro for the week. Grant Mills, you were nine for 14. Not quite good enough. I had 10 for 14 in pro Ooh. picks. So, uh, yeah, good pro pick week. Um, let's peek over. Let's take a look at NCAA this week. I think we've got some good games. The top five, I think the top fives are three. Let's take a look. Number two, Michigan versus number nine, Penn State. Penn State's playing pretty hot right now. Michigan really hasn't played anybody. Uh, what do you say? Wolverines or the Nittany Lions? They're at Penn State. Uh, I'm going to go Michigan. I want Penn State to beat them. I can't stand Michigan. My, my better senses tell me to pick Michigan. So I'm going to go with Michigan. What you say, Wiss? I'm going with them Rams, yeah. Penn State. I am hoping so. Another good game this week, SEC, number 14, Tennessee. At number 16, Missouri. Missouri beat by Georgia, but closer, pretty close game. You like the Volunteers or you like the Tigers of Missouri, Grant Mills? <laughs> I think the Vols are going to win. I like that pick. I, something tells me Missouri is going to bounce back, though. I'm going to go Missouri. I'm going to go Missouri, yeah. Miz, Mizzou. All right, this one, a Pac-12 game. Number 13, Utah. Kind of fall off for a little bit. At number five, Washington Huskies. Great Mills, who you got on that one? Mm, was it Huskies and who else? It's 13, Utah at Washington Huskies. Oh, I'm going Washington. They've played really good, surprisingly good. I'm with you on that one. Washington. You know I love Huskies, yeah. <laughs> good way to base your pick on the dog breed. Like it. I think my favorite game of the week, number 10, Ole Miss at number one, Georgia. Who you mm. got? What? What, what do you think about this game? I, Lane Kiffin is uh, Ole Miss. He's got them set. Their lone loss to Alabama. Georgia is good. They're not the Georgia of the past so far, but they're at Georgia, which is a dangerous thing. So what you say, Grant Mills? Georgia. Easy enough. I'm going to vibe for the upset. I'm saying Ole Miss. I don't believe it. but Really? I wow. I think here's the thing. One – Ole Miss is still in the Western contention right now. Beating Georgia, if Alabama somehow loses to an Auburn and uh, the head-to-heads, uh, Ole Miss-Alabama, but they beat Georgia, 
then they're going to replay Georgia in SEC championship. But I think that that catapults Ole Miss above Alabama, assuming Alabama gets an SEC loss. I don't know. That's it, it would be a tiebreaker. It would be a weird tiebreaker. The head-to-head may matter. I don't know how they base it, but I think Ole has a lot to play for. So, And I think old uh, Lane Kiffin going to throw everything at Kirby that he can. So, again, probably a stupid pick, but I like going for underdogs. Wiz, what do you say? Ole Miss at Georgia. ITL, Sean. All right, they're in Athens. Um, <laughs> not even close. It's like three hours away. But all right, another good game this week. Miami's been a little bit of a disappointment, but they beat Texas A and M earlier in the year, and they're they've got flashes of good good games. Still six and three, I think. Miami at number four, Florida State. Who you got, Grant Mills? I'm gonna go Florida State on that. Yeah, Seminoles looking pretty good, so I'm gonna rock with the Knowles. Wiz, what you say? Y'all know MIA. I'd like to see them upset them. I don't think that one's going to happen. Auburn at Arkansas. Battle of the cellar dwellers in the SEC. But two teams, Arkansas's played really good games. Auburn's kind of finding their footing. Auburn at Arkansas. Grant Mills, who you like? I think Auburn's going to win that one. Yeah, I think Arkansas's kind of throwing in the towel at this point, and then Auburn's finding who they are. So I'm going to go Auburn. Wiss, what you say? I'm going Arkansas, yeah. I like K.J. Jefferson. He's a good quarterback. I don't think that's a bad uh, – I think that's a bad pick. They're at Arkansas, too. Bama at Kentucky. Should I just write Bama, Bama, Bama? Uh, yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. We'll just co-sign for you, Wiss. I know you'd agree with that. Last game of the week. Last game of the week, SEC, Mississippi State at Texas A&M. Great Mills, who you got? Texas A&M. I don't want Mississippi State to beat them so bad. I just want Jimbo Fisher to fucking get fired. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. I wish it would, but I think the 12th man comes through. Wiss, who you got? I'm going to bird, I'll take it. Good, diverse array of games. Yeah, so all the, let's see, number four Miami at Florida State, Ole Miss at Georgia, Michigan at Penn State, Utah at number five. So if you're a Bama fan, you need a couple of those teams to lose to make your way cracking, getting closer to that CFP, that playoff. Um, I don't think a lot has to happen. I think you really need one team to lose. Alabama went out, then they beat Georgia, and they win. But I, if Florida State stays undefeated, Georgia stays undefeated uh, throughout the season, assuming they win the SEC championship, Michigan, um, and Washington likely, I, there's no way you're getting in. And Ohio State, but Michigan and Ohio State got to lose. We talked about this. There's a lot of things need to happen, but – we're getting down to the line. We'll see. So that is your NCAA picks this week. If you've got picks, send them to uh, uh, Grant Mills. <laughs> Grant Mills, 002 at gmail.com. NFL time. All right, let's see. We got uh, week 10. God damn, week 10 already. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be the first matchup Thursday, uh, the ninth, Carolina at Chicago. Both terrible teams. Who you got in this one? I got Chicago. You want Chicago as well? I'm going Carolina guy. I like Bryce. 
<laughs> All right, and then we got the Sunday slate, starting with Indianapolis at New England. Damn, uh, I'm gonna go Indy. Mm. Who's their quarterback now? Fuck, I don't even know. Both of them kind of suck. Both teams. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna go New England. I'm going Indianapolis. Dude. Right, and we got the the next game: Houston at Cincinnati. Go Cincy. Going Cincy. You know I'm going Cincinnati. Gay. New Orleans at Minnesota. New Orleans at Minnesota. I like the Vikings. Yeah, Josh Dobbs. Yeah. Going Minnesota. I'm going New Orleans. Yeah. And we got Green Bay at Pittsburgh. Got to go with the Steelers. Yeah, I'm going Steelers too. I'm going to go Steelers as well, yeah. We got Tennessee at Tampa Bay. Hey, I'm going to go Tennessee. Hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go Tampa Bay on that. I'm going to Tennessee, yeah. San Francisco at Jacksonville. San Fran. San Fran here as well. I'm going San Francisco, guys. Yeah, Cleveland at Baltimore. I'm going to go Baltimore. I'm going to go Cleveland on that. You know I'm going Cleveland. I knew it. Atlanta at Arizona. God, Arizona sucks. Atlanta. Atlanta. ATL, Charlie. Uh, they've got Detroit at Los Angeles Chargers. Ooh. Uh, I'm going to say a resurgence of Detroit here. Detroit. Yeah, I'm going Detroit. Yeah, my heart's in L.A., yeah. Los Angeles. New York Giants at Dallas. Giants. It's terrible. Dallas. I'm going Dallas. Uh, You know I'm going Big D, yeah. Uh, Washington at Seattle. Washington. Uh, I'm going to go Seattle on this. Okay. I'm going Washington, yeah. And we got New York Jets at Las Vegas. Go Vegas. I'm going to go Vegas. Yeah, no, I'm going Vegas, yeah. And then we got the Monday matchup. Denver at Buffalo. Mm, 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 mm. I'm going to go Buffalo. 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 Buffalo wings. I love Buffalo wings, yeah. I'm going Buffalo. Buffalo wings. <laughs> Cool. So, uh, that's your NFL slate. And play uh, the game this week. Oh, gee. Yeah, it is. Again, it should be good. We got a lot of football, uh, college and pro. So enjoy it while it lasts. You guys, um, uh, I know we're talking about the week, the upcoming, the upcoming stuff. You got the meal prep ready and everything. I'm doing leftovers for the first two days. I put the chicken in the freezer for a few days. I t- you know what? I say I did leftovers for lunch tonight for dinner. I had a little bitty uh, sirloin steak. Nothing too crazy tonight. So you had a night just a steak? Had a steak and uh, a little bit of fruit. I had blackberries, strawberries. Fruit? Yeah, a little bowl of fruit. Fresh fruit. You put like honey on there or anything? No, I do get down on some honey though. If I get toast, I always get down on honey and our oatmeal. Uh, you ever get down on honey? You like honey? 
Uh, I have some, uh, this man Manukora honey, but I don't even, I, I should eat more of it, I guess. I was like, you know, down on the health benefits of it, and it's just sitting in this fucking jar. I might have ate one scoop <laughs> of it, but, um, so, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, the, the new, the new natural pre-workout trend is take like a spoonful of honey, sprinkle it with some pink Himalayan salt, and take a, you know, take the spoonful of it. I've tried it. Um, I will say honey and the carbs, if you're doing a long workout for the health benefits, but especially for the slow digesting carbs, really good for you. If you're going to be out and about, keep that energy going. Uh, doesn't take with the little pink Himalayan salt. I'm not going to say it tastes the best, but it's pretty good. Nice little treat. Hmm. Pink Himalayan salt. You fancy. I got them on Amazon, like a huge tub for like seven bucks. What do you use that on? I want I only got it just for this uh, honey trick. I guess you could use it on just about anything. It's supposed to be just more minerals and shit in there. But I'm now listen for the people that want to try it as a pre workout. I'm not telling you it's better than your pre workout or caffeine because I haven't noticed that. But if you're going out on a long run or you got some endurance going on or you got a long day, I think it does work. Gives you a little more, like I said, slow digesting carbs for your energy levels. So enjoy honey and Himalayan oh. salt. There you go. Some workout tips from the wig himself. Oh man, the week is upon us, folks. You have any final thoughts or anything there, Jay Wig? Anything tell folks? Always. You know what? I thought about this weekend. We had a great time. I actually managed my drinking pretty well. Towards the end of the night, I was getting a little toasty, but I was at the house, so that's to be expected, but I felt okay. But I always love this Dean Martin quote. I feel sorry for people who don't drink. When they wake up in the morning, that's as good as they're going to feel all day. Hello. Good quote. Wish. I'm a, I, I love baby every day. It's my quote, yeah. Oh, God. I'm going to go settle with it, yeah. Alright, get out of here. Uh, man, it is Monday, folks. So, hope you guys have a great week coming up. Smash that subscribe button. Check out the old episodes 1 to 121. We're also on iTunes, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, all those other platforms. Check us out there that's what you use and we will be off next week so we off on the 3rd and coming back on the 20th folks right here 9.30 in the dirty I'm going to leave you with this from Tom Arnold if you want to look young and thin hang around old fat people you guys have a great one we'll see you back here on the 20th make sure you show up yeah, we go. We love you. No!